Hey everybody, welcome to episode 260 of the Bite Me Podcast. I am Cliff Johnson. I'm here today with Dylan. Say hey, Dylan. Hey, Dylan. Dylan's like screen name in our app is the Oakley Doakleys and... Is that like the best like bluegrass band you can imagine? No, it's the it's the metal band metal that band. all dress up as Flanders. <laughs> That's slightly better. I, I could go either <laughs> way. I could you know they're metal. pretty awesome. Do they do they just dress as Flanders or do they do Flanders like related songs? I'm not 100 percent sure. I can confirm they all dress like Flanders and look like Flanders, and they play metal. That. Do they have stupid sexy Flanders? No, they all like they all are identical Flanders. Like the all in the like the green That's amazing. Uh, the green sweater with like the pink uh collared shirt under kind of kind of thing. Um I'm looking them up right now. Oh my yeah. god. This is the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> um in case you're wondering though, you did spell it wrong. It I'm is- sure I did because it it is O'Killy, like K-I-L-L-Y. Yeah, that's right. Do-Killy. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Colby's here, too, and he recommends Woo. you do not copy those floppies. I actually got... So in the last, like, three days, I've gotten um, Amazon, like, ads in my Facebook, and one was for a pack of 20 floppy disks or 12 floppy disks, maybe, and the other one was for a single zip disk. I think it was 20 floppy disks for $12. Yeah, I thought it was... I thought it was... 12 for 18. I, I remember know. them being more than they should be, but I'm like, what do they think I'm sitting around here? Like, I'm like, man, I really wish I could hold half of an MP3 on something. But the crazy thing is you go into the comments and there's a bunch of people like, oh yeah, of course I buy these. They're super convenient for X. I'm like, no, they're not. They're not convenient for anything. Like, that's just not. I'm going to back up all of my pictures to floppy. I... I don't know. Even a zip a drive. A zip drive is 250 megabytes. Like, that still wouldn't hold most of the things I need to hold. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway, we're going to talk about video games today, not floppy disks. Uh, Colby has only played one game this week. That says that tells you a lot about lot. that one game. <laughs> Should I see what how many hours I've put into that one game that I started last Tuesday? Yeah, I think you should. Um, I also played that same game with him, so we'll talk about that. Uh, we got uh, Halo uh, Infinite, shockingly, has a cheating problem. Um, Epic Games. This is weird. So Epic Games has a thousand streamable Harmonics. games. Yeah, it's weird. Um, and Epic also bought Harmonics. It's been a big week for Epic. We'll talk about both those. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 might actually be good now, at least on the PC. Uh, the Xbox One S might be the console to look out for this Christmas if you are into buying some sort of video game system. Um, there's a handful of, I'm going to say secret, but in your head, imagine I'm doing air quotes, secret Game Pass games you can play on PC. That's kind of an interesting idea. And Dylan, I've got a question for you. Have you ever wanted to bury your booty and let other people find it? Yes. I thought you might. We had questions from uh, Vinny, Princess Megan, Monotone Screaming, Prime Fan, and Man Socks, and a handful of cheap games. Like, not a lot, but a handful. We'll talk about all those things. But first, let's talk about Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. How are you liking it, Dylan? I enjoy it, and we'll just reiterate that all the people that think this these games suck are just dumb. Um, <laughs> it's so much fun. Like... I don't understand why they think the graphics suck that bad. Like it's it's just a good time. Like it you know really what I'm is. happy about, Dylan. Um, I'm happy that you're yeah. happy. 
yeah it's i'm glad i set my expectations exactly where they should have been um because anyone should have sent him there because i don't think there was no universe in which something else was going to happen so um i'm having a great time i know my other buddy's having just as great of a time every time i turn my xbox he is doing the exact same thing he's just playing san andreas um (laughs) after playing vice city um it's just it it's I, i don't there's not enough good things i can honestly say um that is just it is amazing it's like it's like going back and playing super mario bros sure it's like that game is good it's like it is a moment in time that will live forever as a good game like chess it doesn't matter how old it is it's always going to be good um it's nice that it has a little polish on it now because yeah it looks better than it did in 2005 um people might think it looks worse they're i think they're wrong uh because it doesn't look worse it's slightly different but overall it's better and um all the cars don't just randomly appear when you're driving down the highway so that's (laughs) kind of nice too um it san andreas is huge like it's interesting going from vice city which is a tiny map gta 3 is pretty small um then you go to san andreas and like i've played a lot and i haven't even and the nice thing about uh it i kind of forgot that there's actually like fog on the map when you first start playing so you can see where you've driven i haven't even driven all the way around the first island let alone even gone to the other areas yet and it's like it's big and dense it it feels like California, which is somewhere I've been since I've played, because I like I never really had gone out of state. Probably by the time um, 2005, when I yeah, actually yeah. played this the first time, um, I might have. Uh, I'd have to think harder about that, but not actually explored. And like I know I've been to that part of the world, and it like it feels like that. It's different. It's it's so much different than Vice City too. It also totally kind of feels like the 90s when you're playing it like it it's really it's it's i just really enjoy the game um and i'm kind of taking my time with it um i've played quite a few of the the story missions early on but this has it, i know it has way more missions than vice city because vice city you can speed run very quickly yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm sure you can kind of speed run this too but um because everyone seems to find a way to do that but um i'm taking my sweet time and um kind of enjoying it and i think the last thing i'll say is um again having just played like vice city i remembered the layout of vice city pretty well really um yeah like even when my buddy were playing like we were kind of like challenging ourselves a little bit um to be like oh that is if you go across the middle bridge heading west that's where it is right so it's like we were able to kind of remember general locations of places pretty well and i i actually remembered a lot of kind of where things generally were whether that be north or south on the east or west island kind of thing or um that sort of thing san andreas not at all Um, (laughs) it's so much denser um, and there's just so there's so much more going on, um, and you have train tracks, and you have the uh, 
God, what are they called? The every car chase movie in California drives through them. Um, like the concrete that oh drops oh down. um the water uh, culverts. Um, yeah. yeah yeah um like that they, the entire those first are, of Terminator two yeah right um every Fast and Furious movie probably yeah, yeah, has yeah, a yeah. scene in these um like like there's so much like verticality and then like they have like the Hollywood or Vinewood Hills and because Vice City is flat it is pretty much completely flat unless you're going over a bridge um where you have different elevation changes and that's just like even in the little city not even going out into like the the country like county part of of san andreas um so it's pretty exciting to kind of drive around again um even though i think like comparing it to like the San Andreas of GTA five, which has a little bit more detail. Like there's a lot of kind of nondescript buildings and things, but um, overall it's pretty exciting to kind of re-explore and kind of, Oh yeah, that I, I kind of do remember this, but I don't have the same like recollection of how the city is laid out and where things are. So it's pretty much like playing it for the first time almost other than I kind of have a general idea of the story and which characters end up kind of being jerks at the end kind of thing. Um, so it, it really is a good time though. I'm it, it's pretty much everything I kind of was hoping for. Sure. Um, when I, when I heard that this was actually happening. So I uh, I actually had really meant to to play uh, uh, San Andreas because it's on Game Pass, um, and unfortunately I had to delete it because I ran out of hard drive space. So <laughs> maybe 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 soon. I just gotta got I gotta get a couple games out of the way, and then I'll I'll re-download it. Just get another it. hard drive. Whew, man, like I would like to, but those things are very very expensive. Like very very expensive. You yeah. know, like adding adding not a whole lot more uh, hard drive space to my my Xbox right. is like what they're like 250, 300 bucks. Yeah. Well, I'm I just I think I bought like a four eight terabyte hard drive and plugged it into my Xbox whenever and like yeah, it's been nice because it's yeah. just like I'm not gonna fill it up anytime soon. Well, so I guess that's true. This is actually a this isn't a P, a, an Xbox. Uh, Series X game, so I actually could play this off. You could play drive. Off yeah. Of a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll give that a go. I don't know. Is that kind of how? So, like the newer games, you have to have them installed yeah. locally, but older yep. stuff, you probably can. Yeah, anything that is like made for Series X, okay. you can play. You have to play off the internal hard drive because of things like yeah. um, quick resume and um, right. the way it streams content essentially and to you. But the anything that big? is. How big is the hard drive that comes to? Is it just a terabyte? It's a terabyte, um, that, which, which is formats small. down to like eight fifty. Yeah, uh, and that's pretty big. small nowadays. Yeah. When I notice on my my PC, uh, because I have like I think it has, I think I have two five hundred gigabyte yeah. SSDs in there. Yeah, like one M, the M two and then another SSD, just because I had it on hand. Yeah, um, and I really should put a bigger one in there, just because yeah. it like. Every once in a while, I have to delete something to put something new on there. It's just like it's not very much space nowadays. Yeah, I've been like progressively updating my my computer hard drives. Like I had like a one twenty eight and a two fifty six SSD, and then I moved to like a two fifty six and a a uh, 
one terabyte and now I have like a one terabyte and a f- half a terabyte <laughs> and like they just everything just keeps getting bigger man so yeah but no the the one s is the one that really sucks I think it only has like maybe a 500 gig hard drive which is rough you spend a lot of time deleting on that but. it only sucks if you don't have a if you have good internet but a data yeah. cap it's it's annoying because mm-hmm. like you you'll burn through that real fast real redownloading fast. a 120 gigabyte game or something my worst problem now is that i tend to play a lot of smaller games so like it, it used to be really easy when i was like oh this i can just delete these 300 you know terrible you know whatever megabyte game or gigabyte games and then i'll have a ton of free space but now it's like i have to delete these 30 15 yeah. terabyte or gigabyte games you know like those little indie things are not huge but they they take up a lot of cumulative space i guess so i don't know um let me talk i'm gonna talk about far cry 6 a little bit and then colby and i will both talk about uh kingdom two crowns um far cry 6 is it was on sale um like i don't know i was gonna buy it when it came out and then i i didn't and i've i don't want to say i've regretted that because that's not the right word but i've been like i just keep thinking about it i'm like man i should really play far cry 6 far cry 6 sounds really fun i think i'm really in the mood to play a game like far cry 6 and turns out i was just absolutely right um it's on sale for, I think, I don't know if it still is. It was on sale for like 40 bucks over the weekend, which seemed like a pretty good deal for a game that came out a little while ago. Um, it's interesting. It's the first, I believe, the first Far Cry game where you actually can pick your gender, um, which I, I don't believe that that's been something before. So you can, you can do that in it. Um, and it's set. Um, I think Ubisoft has realized that setting games in real places might be a bad idea so this game they chose to set it in not cuba um and it is very very clearly set in not cuba it's a small island right off the coast of miami run by a dictator but it's not cuba um i can't are, say that are all the time. cars like 1954 all the cars are like 1950s cars hmm. um they uh invested heavily in medical research in not cuba hmm. um and managed to come up with a um, a hybrid tobacco plant that cures cancer. Tobacco. Um, tobacco. <laughs> um, and they're now enslaving their population to um, harvest uh, and, and grow said tobacco. Which, like, on one hand, I'm like, yes, clearly tyrannical dictator. So on the flip side, cured cancer. <laughs> Um, I just like, so I'm, I'm kind of (laughs) on a small Island. Would you really have to enslave the entire thing to, um, like, I don't know. Wouldn't it just be easier to sell it? And and I, I'm not, there's, there's a, this, this Island that is not Cuba also has a trade embargo with, with the United States. Mm. I, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where I'm like, Either you should come up with a unique place <laughs> that is actually not Cuba or just call it Cuba. Um, it's very strange playing in this weird middle ground where the game is very, very obviously set in Cuba with a not like a I mean, they have not leaned super hard into um, like the communist part of Cuba. It's more just like it's run by a dictator um, who was elected and who has since, you know, kind of taken over a little bit. Um, but I I just don't understand why 
why does that have to be in a real place at all? Like, why <laughs> why couldn't you have made up the name of this place and then the place where they were trying to escape to that was, you know, actual Miami? So I, I don't know. Um, but it's fun. You get to shoot things. Um I would say the only thing I don't like about it, and this isn't a, this isn't a problem with the game exactly, but it's a problem with games in general, is I'm not a huge fan of games that make you scavenge things so you can make better scavenged weapons. Like I don't I don't really wanna like find crap so I can tape a like two liter soda bottle to the end of my sniper rifle to make it a Didn't you have to do that in five? No, you did it in Far Cry five in New Dawn. I thought you did it in five as well. Mm-mm. Five you just got guns. Um and I I'm just not like it's fine I guess but I, I mean I'm, I'm gonna not, point out with a trade embargo where else are you gonna get silencers from I you're absolutely right but I mean I guess the same place you get a bunch of different sniper rifles too so I I don't know um it's I I, I just it's not my favorite mechanic so um, I've got a question like there's only one trade embargo like. I don't know. Couldn't they also just be trading this magical, like, cancer carrying tobacco weed, so. to, I don't know, say Russia? Russia? Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I don't, I don't know. Cole. I'm, I'm not saying that this is. I would also point out that I would think that I don't know the U.S. would want to get their hands on that. Like they may. I just mean, go, like, should we let I this mean, embargo? I, I will say that real Cuba, not 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 mm-hmm. Cuba, but actual Cuba, has yeah. a vaccine that cures some cancers, and we're just like, Lung no, cancer, we, yeah. we don't we don't want your your stupid vaccine. But if it was all cancers, oh yeah, pretty, absolutely, a thing I'm that sure. I believe is the number one killer of Americans. I'm they might, sure. Like, but, I mean, quite frankly, they would just invade it. But exactly, I I don't know. I the it's it's I I always feel kind of. Um, conflicted when I play Far Cry games because, well, Ubisoft games maybe (laughs) because they try so hard to like not be political and not take a stance on anything and not do anything but then make these games that are clearly very (laughs) political and clearly it's like I don't understand after I mean this is not the first game, this is not the second game, it's not the fifth game where they've had this problem, why don't you just make places up? Why why does it have to be, I mean, they did Cliff this is not not Cuba Cuba. (laughs) I, I just don't quite I just don't quite get it. Um, it's it's this a fun is game. The, the island of Duba. I... Yeah, right. It's it's very similar to Far Cry Five, though. You do a lot of the you know climb up a mountain next to a camp and scout out all the people in the camp. Um, instead, instead of binoculars, you use your cell phone to mark them, which is fine. And then use your sniper rifle that's silenced with a two liter pop bottle to uh, to you know make it so they don't hear you. I guess. Um, the the interesting departure for me between five and six is there's no skill tree any longer. Like the skill tree was a huge part of six or a five where you had to get all these skills in order to do things like, you know, get a parachute was part of the skill yeah. tree. Getting a, a um, what do they call those things that you like throw up and they clamp onto things and you climb up them? Um, Adders? No, you don't <laughs> have to throw a ladder up first, call. They have spiky things on the end and you like... A grappling hook? A grappling hook, thank you. Um, like that was part of the skill tree. And I I mean, I'm three or four hours in the game and I already have all those things. They just like give them to you. They're like, here, have a grappling hook. You may actually just start with one, um, which is a little weird. It looks like it has a way deeper set of guns um, than the other one did. Like there's there's multiple, multiple, multiple guns and you're working with this like... I don't know. One of your first things you do is you rescue a dude who's like 
one of those guys who's really good at creating revolutions. Um, and he's worked for the CIA and the Mossad and, you know, just for fun, went and worked for, you know, MI6 and, you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, first of all, this dude is a like a myth. Like this guy doesn't exist. But his thing is he shows you how to make like the reason you make guns is because that's how, you know, he knows how to start a revolution is to, to help you make guns and create explosives. And I don't know, whatever it's, you know. I want to take Far Cry games a little more seriously than I think they want me to take them, and that's probably my fault and not theirs. It's it's fun. Like I'm not. I I, I can get past all the stuff that I go like this is silly, um, because it's just fun to shoot people. Um, it does have like one of my least favorite mechanics though is it does you do have to shoot dogs, and I'm not a not a big fan. Mm-hmm. I'll shoot people all day, but they the the, the guard the, the guards have dogs, and so you have to have to shoot a bunch of. Of uh, like Adam should not play this game. All the dogs look just like his dog. Um, it's all uh, what kind of dog does Adam Rottweilers. have? Uh, Rottweiler, yeah, a bunch of Rottweilers. So um, on the flip side, I do have a pet alligator named Guapo who wears a sweatshirt and goes around eating people for me. So that's that's pretty cool. And you can get a dog with wheels, like one of those little like like wheelchair dogs. I think it's a dachshund. So you know, it sounds like he's getting into Saints Row territory. Where it's you know, like getting progressively wackier, but it's not quite going for it. Yeah, it's kind of like stuck in between. Because like what you're explaining to me too is like I feel like it's like moving towards like just cause. Yeah, where like the game is purposefully like a Robert Rodriguez movie. Yeah, um, but it's not really owning that. Yeah, um, I, and it's, it's kind agree. of like skirting around the like everyone but, knows it, and it they just won't won't go I mean, there. It, it does have a character throughout the series who appears to like break all sorts of space-time continuum yeah he's things. in every game yeah including herc primal is, herc is in five and primal yeah um yeah i i don't disagree with that and i would say that five may have actually leaned into the wackiness a little harder um like so far i have not run into a lot of like five had like some of my favorite parts of five were just like emergent weird stuff that happened where you'd be walking down the road and all of a sudden like a bear would step out of the woods and one of the bad guys would not realize that it was you know like wouldn't see it would run into it with their car the bear wouldn't die the bear would climb onto them as they did you know start doing it the car would light on fire and explode all of a sudden the bear's on fire you know running through you know the prairie lighting the prairie on fire which you know flushed out a bunch of other things like that that kind of weird emergent physics gameplay hasn't really happened in far cry 6 yet which i find mildly disappointing but eh, we'll see like i said i'm only maybe i'm probably only maybe four or five hours into it but i've enjoyed those four or five hours so that's all right um Colby and I also played Kingdom Two Crowns. Colby played Yay. it like for a hundred and seventy hours single player, but then we also only played it. Put in forty two hours. How long does that game take to beat, Cole? Uh, less than forty or more than forty two <laughs> hours. <laughs> um, I mean, some of that was multiplayer. So yeah, so Colby and I have been playing it multiplayer, and he's been playing it single player. I. If you've never seen this game before, did you talk about it last week, Cole? I can't yeah, remember. I just barely started it. Like I started it on Tuesday. We recorded on Wednesday. It's a it's a really weird game, and I think that if you if you just like downloaded this and had no idea what was going on, um, you'd probably be very confused. I fortunately downloaded it and Colby had already put like a bunch of hours into it so he could kind of guide me in it, but it's it's a tower defense game. But that's it's all, all side scrolling. Yeah, it's all played on a single plane. So essentially, you are on 
an island, you know, you just kind of get plopped down in this island and you're you're king of this island and there's not a whole lot there. And then you have to build up. There's a main camp. Yeah, there's a yeah, there's a camp in the middle and then on one or both sides there are these portals that spawn sometimes bad guys. more than one. Uh, on on level 1 there's only one though, right? There's one on each side and then like level 2, like I Yeah, the, they get out a third the, one. One I'm on now, I think there's eight portals. Yeah. And it, and it gets progressively harder and so like really what you're doing is you're like getting a little money and recruiting people to your kingdom essentially you you find these kind of like homeless dudes hanging out at a camp and you give them a little money yeah and they become archers and then you you know you get some builders you build you know a small wall and then once you kind of defend that you get a little more money and so then you build a further out wall and a further out wall and a further out wall and you're building ramparts and you know big archer installations and building a catapult and eventually you defeat those portals um and then well, and you don't. I guess you don't have to defeat the portal to go to the next the next island. Nope. You can just you can you find a, a ship and you can take that ship and go to the next island. Um, but then on the if you die, you just you don't get, die. You never yeah. die in the game. Yeah. Well, you, you lose, you lose your, crown. your crown, and then that crown goes to, I guess your just another person, another another king. Yeah. Um, but they start on the first island, but with some of the stuff that you've kind of already built up, depending on how you've played the game. And so it's this weird... You'll always start with the main base. So if you yeah. upgrade the main base, that will always stay upgraded. Yeah. And um, well, and the like walls, your archer outstations stay, yeah, right? Yeah, the archer stations stay. The walls, if you built them, they will... It, it degrades throughout, you know, the things. So they'll always degrade, but the, like, the... You don't have to rebuild every single step of the wall. Yeah, you, you know, have to you don't go like from wood to better wood to stone, whatever. It's what at whatever it is, you'll yeah. just pay for it. It's a uh, it's a game that on first blush, like I think if I'd watched like a video of this game, I would have said, nah, like not for me. Even if I just like dropped into it and played it for twenty minutes, I don't think I would have said like, yeah, this seems fun. And instead, that's what I said last week. Is I'm like, eh, it seems fun, but I don't think I'm gonna. Yeah. Like, play it for very long a colby <laughs> and i played it every day of the break like every day for hours mm-hmm. um and like so you're on the fifth island now in your single player game yep and then I, once i beat the fifth island that's the end of the game and so i bought the dlc <laughs> but kingdoms two crowns actually comes with two other games too right um, it comes with the... Like Norseland and... No, Norseland's the DLC. Oh, okay. Um, it comes with Shogun, mm-hmm. which is the, like, Japanese version. Um, and I don't think much changes. I think it's just kind of a reskin. Yeah, reskin. The Norse, the Norse one might be the same, but I'm kind of curious. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a shockingly addictive game. And it's a lot of fun. Like, at first I was like, I don't know if this game's going to be fun two-player. Um... Because it it doesn't really seem like there's quite enough to do, but I think once I think that was really based on me initially going, I'm I don't know what I'm doing, and so Colby mm-hmm. had to spend a lot of time like showing me what to do. But then once once I learned what to do, then we could actually play both sides of the map at the same time. So he could be you know expanding on one side, and I could be expanding on the other. I don't know. It's really fun. You it's- can play it. Oh, go ahead. It's a game that doesn't seem like it would be very deep because you only have like four different um, like things that you can attack with. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, maybe you've got archers, you've got pikemen. 
and then kind and of squires. squires and knights. Yeah. Um, so three, um, you know, there's not a ton of different like building material, um, you know, kind of things. But like, there's a lot of strategy to it, especially yeah. once you get into the higher ones, because like it it goes throughout days each you know it's a day night cycle the bad guys attack at night uh you build during the day and each after each day it gets progressively harder i mean not enough that you notice it but like oh, really? the difference between day three and day 30 is huge interesting i didn't um, realize more more guys attack more different bad guys attack um, and so you may be building out to something because you want to get this last portal, but it's on day 50, um, at which point you're into winter where you're not getting money because you can't farm. Um, so you've got to, you know, conserve your, your money. And also every time you take down a portal, they counterattack. Um, and if you're in day 50, a counterattack is huge. Like I got counterattacked in day 35 and I mean, like I had every, you know, I built out, I, I was on the fourth island and I started from the first and oh, built wow. out from there. And so I had a huge amount of guys and didn't almost lose, but like they made it through a lot of my guys just because there was just too many of them. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, you've got to really kind of figure out, oh, when am I going to do this? How do I counterattack? Uh... And, you know, like, I, I did one portal not realizing that they were going to counterattack from the other side because there was no portals left to counterattack from. So I'm like, huh, must not have been a counterattack. And so I'm just, like, building out, and all of a sudden I see a bunch of bad guys <laughs> that are just, like, tore through my town coming towards me. But I don't have anything. There's nothing blocking them. And guys can't fight. If they're on the right-hand side, they can't fight to the left side. Yeah. So I'm like, well, yes, I'm going to die now. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, it, it's it's a very interesting game. Um, not a game that I would normally play. I don't really no. like tower defense. Don't Absolutely really, same. But again, in a week, I've put almost two days of that have just been playing this game. Yeah, I would say, um, like, on top of that, like, obviously you can play it um, co-op online, but there's also local co-op mm -hmm. um, where you just play it split screen where the where one person's on the top of the screen and one person's on the bottom. It would be a great game to play local co-op with someone as well. Um, yeah. It's it's kind of shockingly pretty, too, for a game oh, yeah, that has yeah. a really lo-fi pixel art aesthetic. Yeah. Um, it's like the, there's always water in front of you because it's an island. Um, and the water reflections are just gorgeous. There's the beautiful like statues and trees and lightning and just beautiful game. So, so, so here's a real quick question that I didn't um, like put into questions because I just thought about it. Sure. But do you think that the rating system for Xbox, PlayStation, those kind of things needs to be revived for like I want to find ones from this year or i want to find because i i looked at it, i'm like this game only has like two stars oh really thing when i looked into it and it was because when it was first released there was like save issues um oh, where sure. like it was deleting people's saves so there's a ton of one stars that are just like it deleted my save from like 2018 um and then all like most of the newer ones are like oh this is great and so can How you even you... review things yes. on Xbox any longer? Oh yeah, yeah, I do yeah. quite often. I, I think they I reviewed this. That. Nope. Hmm. How, no, it's, How I've, you... I've, I've, see, I've always 
I've brought this up before um, in discussions. I don't think games should be rated really poorly when they have weird technical things like that that can honestly be easily fixed. And mm-hmm. it's it's almost like it should have an asterisk or something instead to be like, here, people have said that this game has this potentially really devastating bug. Otherwise, it's a fun game. Like, that's yeah. a way more helpful thing. And then you can be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. They said that in three yeah. years ago. Yeah. And now it's had 10 patches since. Like, uh-huh. um, and- and I've run into that with so many games where I'm like, I love this game. I'm like, why does this have like, you know, two stars, three stars? It's like, oh, it's because yeah. like when it was first released, it was kind of janky. Yeah. And that's when most people are going to That's to where rate all the reviews happen, yeah. right? Reviews and don't happen so, as often six years after. Yeah. 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 We'll actually talk about that a little bit today when we talk oh, about okay. um, Cyberpunk. So, uh, oh, okay. yes, I, I do think, I think that... I think reviews are, well, let me rephrase. I think video game reviews are ultimately flawed and probably will always be flawed. And there's there's things that you, that, that cause that. Um, the ability to just like, like the ability to go in and say, I hate this game because of, you know, X that they did. I've never played this game, you know, whatever um, is kind of dumb. Uh, like uh, the the folks who uh, do, you you've played Descenders, right? The mountain biking game. Yeah, yeah. The the mountain. Yeah. Uh, they posted a thing on their Twitter yesterday um, because someone had had bought the game and said, you know, I thought I was buying a mountain biking game, but you know, it turns out I was buying you know one of those woke games um, because they have a pride flag. Um, on one of the jumps somewhere. That's not actually what he said. He, I believe he actually said a game that... I wish I could remember exactly what it was. A game that, um, like, glorifies sodomites might have actually been his exact <laughs> phrasing. Um, Dude, did uh, yes. he do this review from the 1950s? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but he, he did it on Steam. And, you know, like... Like that to me is such a dumb thing to to get you know to get a zero star review because you know someone doesn't like your pride flag like that that to me is part of the reason reviews are, are broken and and I think that Steam probably needs a like up you know this review was helpful unhelpful that actually I mean and they do they do have a, a helpful unhelpful but I don't they also don't give you any they don't give you any uh, insight into how those affect the reviews. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at Steam right now, and I think it's actually kind of lousy. Steam has Man. a was this review helpful? Yes, no. But then they also have a funny award thing and an award category. And to me, a- a- having a category or having a, a tag for reviews that for are funny, funny means probably, your reviews are worse. <laughs> like, right? You've you've incentivized people to make a mockery of uh-huh. the review process. Yeah. Um, My other favorite thing is like when you look on Amazon and they're like, this game sucks. It was shipped poorly. That has nothing to do with the game. It's like how many people are rating Amazon on the product page. And it's like, I don't think you understand. You are right now rating Amazon delivery service. I want to know if this spoon is a spoon. (laughs) My my favorite are the people who are very obviously got it from a third party. (laughs) And they're still rating. Like, this was used and it was not in good condition. I'm like, well, you bought it from a third party. Like, this was not from Amazon. (laughs) 
So we'll we'll just jump in right now, and I'll just tell you that. Uh, so essentially, CD Projekt Red over the weekend announced that um, Cyberpunk. John Tipton, had... Sean Palmer, Austin Palmer, Elton Schulte, Joe Cole Jr. Thanks. No, we'll, get, okay. we'll, we'll get back to them. Oh, we'll, we'll, oh, we'll we'll talk about news. this for a second, and then we'll 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 go back <laughs> to news. It'll be fine. Um, CD Projekt Red announced that uh, Cyberpunk 2077 on Steam has actually entered. Uh, mostly positive, I believe, or maybe maybe actually the the one better than that, the actually like super positive, um, and it, it was able to do that. Yeah, well, it's it, the, the ranking on Steam is actually very weird. So. Positive. Is, is it the same rankings they use for the hyperdrive in Spaceballs? It's very positive. Is is the uh, the the best one I think? Um, yeah. And uh, but then they have like mostly flat. positive and <laughs> neutral and like mostly unpositive. I don't know. Their their rankings are really weird, especially because it's just like a thumbs up, thumbs down. But whatever. Um, CD Projekt Red has announced that that um, CD, that uh, Cyberpunk finally entered. I think mostly positive. Um, and it, it it seems that it's because they really have put in the work. They've patched a bunch of stuff. Um, at least on PC, it runs pretty well. Um, it's been on sale. Like it it went on sale recently. It's been they've been trying to sell that game for full price for a long time, which I think is interesting. Um, it went fifty percent off over the weekend, so a lot of people got it. Um, and so like Steam really does get that right. Like that game was a shit show when it launched. Um, and it's it's significantly less of one now. So when you go to, I'll actually do this. I'll go search for cyber cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Still on sale for thirty bones. Um, come on, internet. You can you can actually go here. Maybe. Oh, I so may not be old available enough to look on at consoles. It. Um, I'm not sure it ever. It, it did it get released it back onto? Yeah, but I don't. I'm not sure it ever came back to the PS4. Maybe. Um, so right now, recent reviews, it's got 26,000 very positive reviews. And then all reviews is mostly positive. So, you know, you can tell that they've really done some work. And I think that that's a, I think that's a, like, reviews are flawed. Reviews are messy. Reviews can be very stupid. But I think that that's a good way of doing it. Yeah. Like, well, like how Steam says Recent reviews say this. Yeah, like that's a, yeah. That's helpful that they can make that distinction. That distinction, and and um, it actually gives a little bit of information about it too. Is it says, you know, if you hover over eighty three percent of the twenty six thousand user reviews in the last thirty days are positive. So you know that can, recent reviews really Cyberpunk are recent. Twenty one bucks on Xbox. Yeah, I, it's worth playing. Yeah, I'm gonna play it. I want it to get a little cheaper than thirty. I think first. Um, 21 well yeah, i'm probably gonna get it on the pc it it oh. absolutely runs better on pc than it does on xbox so um but i think that you know from what you're saying call you know or at least the idea of what you're saying i think steam probably gets it more right than anywhere else so yeah. and and i like to that they don't deal in stars like i think stars are kind of dumb um, Either thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah, Both. like to me, especially a five star rating system is so arbitrary. Um, like I don't think that five's enough, but ten also seems like maybe too many. I I, I don't know. Maybe five with half stars makes more sense. How long is that game, Dylan? Thirty hours. <sighs> yeah, maybe. I mean it. It's definitely you can put more time. I'm longer, trying to think yeah. of what 
what I did versus because I played. I think I played all of the side quests yeah, that I could find. Mm -hmm. So I put a, I put a bit of time into it. Main story um, is twenty. Main plus extra is sixty. Um, and completionists are a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely think it's worth a play, especially now. It's probably. Yeah. I honestly didn't have like yes, it crashed three times when I played it at launch. Otherwise, it ran fine. Yeah. Um, and, and you played I, on the PC, I thought it right? Was, no, I played on Xbox. Oh, I thought you played on the um, PC. And I would have recommended it then. Like, it was fine. So I'm sure it's only an improvement now. It's definitely worth a play. And for $21, like, well, yeah. I can get it I through mean, Amazon Warehouse in very good condition for, like, 17 Oh, yeah. So, I'm man. sure that's worth it. Yeah. No, that's good. Uh, anyway, back to the actual normal flow of our episodes. Uh, Patreon is a wonderful way in which you can support this podcast. You can go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast to slip us a couple bucks now and again. And by now and again, I mean every month on the first of the month. Like, it'll literally happen tomorrow for all of our patrons. So, like, I guess get out now, guys, if, if you don't want to pay for next month. Uh, we have a one, three, seven, and ten. Ah, uh -huh, they won't hear it. Right I know, then. right? That's the best part. They're going to go get this on Thursday. Well, no, they're they're patrons, so they literally could be listening today um, as soon as I edit the podcast. So, you know, if, if you're really diligent about listening, they could be listening right now. Not right now, but like an hour and a half from right now. <laughs> We're live. Yeah, not live. Uh, anyway, if you are a producer-level patron uh, at the $10 level, we say your name every episode. This this week, we're actually saying it twice, because Colby already said it once. So thank you to John Tippins, Sean Palmer, Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte, and Joe Cole Jr., and all of the rest of our patrons. We appreciate y'all. Uh, Do they owe us more money because we said it twice? No, no. Sorry, Sometimes guys, you just get one rules. for free. Sometimes you just get mm -hmm. one for free. Yeah. Uh, and thank you to all of our other patrons. We appreciate you guys uh, very much. And uh, again, go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast. I don't know where that weird accent came from. That was weird. I apologize. Uh, let's As you see. should. Yeah. Extra life. Uh, you should go and uh, donate to us. But the good news is, is we did crack $4,000 today. Today Woo! is uh, what? Uh, Giving Tuesday, I think, is, is what today We've is. We've got to do something. Yeah, so I, I'll 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 do something, uh, but uh, we we made it, which is pretty exciting. So uh, that was a, a fun number to crack. I think that puts our our grand total of fundraising for the last five years at twenty two thousand dollars total. Um, exactly, like because it's a round number. I think it was exactly twenty two thousand. So that's pretty awesome. But you guys can still help us uh, get closer to our six thousand dollar goal by going to bitemepodcast dot com slash extra life and donating. Uh, and pretty soon, like a month from now, month and a half from now, we'll put up uh, 2022, start planning that out. I think 2022 might be our our big extra life year. I think that COVID will hopefully be a little bit better, knock on wood. Like, <laughs> I don't know what the, the Omicron variant or something, which sounds like something, something weird. I don't, I don't know if I like that or not. Um, but this year will be good. Uh, last little promotional thing. If you want to hear me on another podcast, um, which I assume that people that listen just are like, man, we cannot get enough cliff. Uh, you can go listen to me on how do we human, which is a fun podcast run by, uh, Evan, which is old Dylan and one of his friends. We had a good time talking about, uh, 
just uh, general anxiety and video games at the same time. So go go listen to that. Uh, if you go to facebook.com slash bite me podcast, it is posted in our feed. You can check that out there. It's uh, the How Do We Human podcast. Check that out. Now, Dylan. So I, I've just figured out, I know that this is a, 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 a visual joke, which mm-hmm. don't work well in podcasts, but I figured out my new uh, Halloween costume next uh, year. All right. I'm just going to hold my headphones like this and bring my microphone and be like one of the We Are the World singers. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah. And like, no one will get it. I think that's a really good idea. So yesterday I saw, I told Brooke, I want her to dress up as Belle from Beauty and the Beast, and then I'm going to dress uh-huh. as a taco. Um. I saw it in a meme, and I liked that quite a bit. So, Dylan, help us. News. That was very helpful. I appreciate it. Uh, Halo Infinite has a cheating problem, and um, this is one of those like, like don't ask for some things because sometimes you might get something you don't want kind of situations. Um, Xbox players are lobbying. Microsoft to allow them to not join PC matches. Um, the game by default has crossplay, and they don't want to play with PC players because cheating so much more rampant on PC. Um, apparently, already you can buy aimbots and wall hacks and all sorts of crazy stuff. And and unfortunately, anti cheat isn't very well implemented in the game. Um, there's no way to report players, especially if you're on Steam. Um, it's very difficult. So. It's uh, it's a bit of a problem, um, and that's not that's not great news for I think what Xbox was hoping would be kind of their their flagship multiplayer game. Um, I, I think this brings me back to always though, like why why would you want to cheat? Like, there's no money in this, people. Like, all you're doing, like, are you doing this for like fame and fortune of yourself? I guess maybe like for the lulls on your Twitch stream. I I don't get it. Do you get it? Yeah. I don't no, get it. I don't get it at all. It's never been something that I'm like, I should do that. I don't know. It's just dumb. Anyway, um, I guess we'll see how, how Xbox reacts to that or Microsoft reacts to that because apparently as of right now, it's it's a bit of a mess. So uh, in Epic News, which <laughs> do you think that that's why they named their company that? So anytime you talked about their news, it sounded like it was just significantly better than it actually was. No? Yes. 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 Dylan does. Uh, Epic just added AntStream Arcade to the Epic Game Store. And what that does is it, it adds a, a, over a thousand games you can stream to your PC. Do you guys remember last year, last week, I guess, we were talking about Epic was giving away like $15 worth of gems to their new arcade thing. And we were like, I don't, I don't understand what that is or why you would want them. This is yeah, what it's yeah. for. So um, apparently you can stream all sorts of games. And this is actually streamed. So the, these will stream to your PC from uh, the ZX Spectrum, the Amiga, SNES, uh, a bunch of other stuff. And you do it by paying gems like this is this is very much like drop a quarter into your SNES so you can play a game um each game costs about 30 gems per play um which seems like a lot um for games that you could probably also just um you know play for free on the internet at like archive.org or download and play on a raspberry pi but if you're if you're kind of into that thing for 40 bucks you can play unlimited games. Uh, and that actually seems like 
a pretty okay deal if you're really into retro gaming. Um, you know, they've got a bunch of, like I said, that. They've got Commodore 64 stuff. Um, you can play on your PC, iOS, or Android device. So, you know, you can play it in a bunch of different places. But I, I don't know. What do you guys... Is, is $40 a reasonable price for a bunch of retro games that, you know, that are hard, I guess, hard to play legally other places? Like, there are tons of illegal ways to play all those games, but there's not very many legal ways to play those games. What do you, is $40, like, the, the right price for that? <sighs> I mean, if you're actually going to play them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, what does that work out to? Like, a little less, three bucks a month? A little more than three bucks a month? Three twenty-five a month? So, I guess not. It's not a lot. Um, yeah. I don't know if My I'm into Richard. Like, I always like the idea, but in reality, I just want to play Mega Man 2. I think that's like, actually... that's... I don't, there's not a hundred games that I want to play. There's like three. Well, can I just have those three games? Like, then I'm fine. And I think the thing is, is like, the reality is, is there are probably a bunch of them that I want to play like once or once every six months, you know, like every once in a while I'll get this, this, uh, this urge to play, you know, older retro games and think, oh, that'd be a really fun thing to do. Um, but it only lasts for like a, a minute, you know, like it's not like I'm going to do this forever. So I, I, maybe, maybe the, maybe the paying in gems model is actually the right way to do it. Like I got the, uh, I, you know, I grabbed that Epic stuff. So I have like, I don't know, 1,500 gems or something or 1,000 gems. I don't I don't know how many gems I got, but I got enough to play for a little bit. Maybe that's enough to just, like, hold you over. Go play some retro games and, and see how they work. So You are a gem. Thank you, Dylan. That's very sweet of you to say. So, I don't know. Um, in other epic news, uh, Epic has purchased Harmonix, the fine folks that make Rock Band and Dance Central. And I'm a little disappointed to say that that's not so that they can make Rock Band some more. Um, it's so that they can add weird rhythm games to Fortnite, and I'm not surprised. I'm kind of bummed yeah. about that. Um, apparently, they're going to continue to make new tracks for Rock Band. So if you have the current iteration of Rock Band, which I will be completely honest, or, did, I did not know that that existed. Um, what's it on? That is a a fantastic question. So it's Rock Band Four, um, which I that's old. Is that old? <laughs> Yeah, I think that's old. I, I don't, I don't, like, I felt. But I off. understand it's still supported. Oh, yeah, it came out six years ago, 2015. So, like, Rock Band 4 from back when Rock Band was a thing, I guess. Uh, yeah. But they're still releasing new tracks. They're like, yeah, we've got plans for Rock Band in 2022. So that's going to keep happening. So I guess if you have some plastic drums in your living room from 2015, the good news is you'll keep being able to buy DLC, I guess. Um, I don't know if I can still get a Rock Band 4. I doubt yeah. it. I I tried really like I really wanted to get back into that because I had it I had them for the like the 360 and I I don't know if I ever had them for the the Series X and so I bought Ooh, um it's going for $1300 on They're eBay. really expensive. I have two um Guitar Hero for the Xbox uh the Xbox 1 and I need to sell them cuz they're worth like not a fortune but I mean I got yeah. them on like clearance at Target. Um, and they're selling for like 150 bucks on eBay now, and I've got two, and one of them's unopened. So, 
I need to need to to get rid of that stuff. But I still have all the guitars from the old one too. I have so. like 360 era, and yeah. I have my PlayStation Two Guitar Hero. Yeah, with the wired guitar. Yeah, and I have. I think I have Xbox 360, probably Xbox 360 stuff. I have four of them. Mm-hmm. They're they're actually right over there because I yeah. just unpacked them. Um, but like. I don't have. I guess I have a 360 still. I don't. I don't know if I have any of the games though, and I don't really know if I want to set up a 360 so I can play. I probably do actually. I probably really do. Maybe I. Maybe that's what I need to do is just set the stuff up and play it. Every because, once in a while, we'll be somewhere like at my buddy's and like Guitar Hero set up, and we'll yeah. play it. Like it's so much. It's still so much fun. Like the the new one was really bad. Um, yeah, it didn't. For whatever reason, and my guess is the reason is because they didn't want to make a separate Xbox One and PS4 controller. So they actually have a USB dongle that you have to plug into your console and sync to that. But the problem was is you can't, I could never get two of them to sync. I bought a second one specifically so I could play it with my kid and was Uh, never able to get it to work. work. Yeah, it was really a bummer. And the game, I think the thing is, is the game was the perfect amount of complicated um, when it was just a game where they're like, here's 40 tracks and they get progressively harder and you're fighting bosses in the middle for some weird reason. And that was the game. And the new one was like, you know, sometimes you'll log into like an EA, like soccer game or Madden or basketball. And you're like, there's a thousand things going on. And all I want to do is just play a game of soccer. And it's really, really difficult. Right. That's that's how Guitar Hero for the Xbox One was. Just like too much stuff going on, too many options, too many different ways to play. And none of them were just like, give me a, you know, I want to start out in the club doing stuff and get progressively better. Um so, but anyway, like the, the, the good news, I guess, is that harmonics probably got a bunch of money. Um, the bad news is, is they're going to use it to make Fortnite more musical, I guess. Um, I, I don't exactly understand what that means, but whatever, I guess. Fortnite's so strange at this point. I don't. It's super I, weird to it's me. It's very confusing. It's, like, it's I, I think now we're having f- virtual concerts in it, and I don't even know what that means. It's so like weirdly meta is the thing for me. Yeah. Is, you know, it's a it's a competitive battle royale game that also sometimes has a giant Travis Scott in it for some right. reason. You for know, some reason I, I don't. Which I don't, is like the. the the thing is, like, they there's a lot of cool stuff they're doing that I wish was like part of other games, uh, right? Like, that's like the idea that you have this single map that is evolving over time. Super cool. Would be really cool elsewhere. Yep. Um, it's cool that you can make these huge like event things. Like, that's cool. I don't like. Hopefully, other people can. Uh, I don't know. Learn something from these uh, ideas. Appreciate and it more it. than I it, do. Yeah, yeah, that too. Like, hopefully, someone's enjoying it, and hopefully, like other other designers can look at this and be like, "How can we do something yeah. like this in a different game?" Like, I think the downside is you have to have Fortnite money. You know what I mean? Like, right, the reason they can do it, like, yeah. So at the end know. of the day, it's like a probably a really big gimmick that does. I don't know what kind of return that is, other than just like the headlines of it. 
I mean, how cool right, would it be like... to play a GTA style game? That oh, yeah. the map was constant. You know, there was new construction right, going. I think we were up, talking about that the other day. Built. Is like the idea that like your GTA or your Red Dead world would yeah. somehow change seasonally, or like that would be the coolest thing ever. Yeah. That would keep me playing for sure. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's the thing is, is like I go back to say Utah, and it's changed so much in just a matter of a couple years. How cool would it be is if your games work like that, where you know buildings got torn down and new buildings went up, or like how Las Vegas is. Like, man, you go to Las Vegas, I'm like, what's that? Where did that hotel come from? It's a hundred stories tall. Like, how, how did that happen? Um, where it was really dynamic like that, you know, whole cities could, you know come up and you know give you all sorts of new suburbs to drive around that'd be so cool but you've got to have Fortnite money to do it so all uh, right you uh, probably Xbox... could also do it with you know rockstar money oh yeah but you know i don't i think the thing is is i the difference between Fortnite and rockstar is they both sell a bajillion copies of things and Fortnite really seems to or epic i suppose really seems to be plowing that back into like acquisitions and doing interesting things with it. You know, um, they bought um, Psyonix, so they got Rocket League. They bought Fall Guys, I think. Um, they bought a mall. Um, they've, you know, they bought all sorts of like third-party development software. You know, they've, they've bought all these things and, and also put a lot of that money back into, you know, making it so like developers get paid more when they put games on the Epic Store. And, you know, like they do really interesting things with their money. Like I'm sure they're still like a gross, terrible, giant corporation, but at least they're doing interesting things with their money. Whereas Rockstar just seems to be like, hey, we made a lot of money. Isn't that cool? <laughs> um, <laughs> you guys we, want DLC? Tough. We have the uh, best selling uh, media of all time. Go us. To me, Our like, most money making media of all time, I yeah. guess. Not to get back on that train again, but to me, that kind of money is the reason that the Grand Theft Auto Jeez. trilogy could have been better. GTA um, like, makes about, I mean, I can't find out when this is. 125 from. million copies sold, I think. Yeah, no, like, this this is saying that they make about $700 million a year in shark cards. You know, that's a lot of, that's a lot of, that's a lot of money. So, I don't know. I just think it's, it's an interesting, um... And, and I mean, there is a difference too between Epic, which is its own company, and yeah. and Rockstar, which is a subsidiary of Take Two. But I don't, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Um, talking about something completely different, uh, consoles. Uh, we've talked a little bit in the past about how uh, the Nintendo Switch is going to be harder to get this Christmas. Um, PlayStation's already hard to get, but apparently the one system that was not super hard to get and a lot of people bought over the holidays was the Xbox Series S. Um, it outsold every other system over uh, over Black Friday. So Even and, the Atari? Know, even the Atari. I know. Like I figured the Atari VCS was going to be just like flying off the shelves. What you about know, Stadia? Stream? And, no, it doesn't have to fly off the ship. It's just built into your TV. <laughs> um, so, you know, the Atari VCS has AntStream built into it. So you can play your retro games uh, directly on your Atari VCS if that's, if that's your thing. Um, you know, but the more I think about it, like, I think the Series S is actually probably, like, the perfect Christmas gift system. Um, I think by this point, most of the people who have a, want a Switch probably have one. Not not everyone, obviously. I mean, obviously, there's a lot more of those to sell. But 300 bucks. it's, you know, plays all your games. It has Game Pass. Um, it's backwards compatible with a ton of Xbox, you know, 1X games. 
Um, it plays 4K. It, you know, really, the difference between a, a Series X and a, a Series S is not huge. Like, off the bat, the only thing I know is hard drive space. Um, I'm sure there are other differences, too, but I couldn't tell you what they are. It's got a super nice controller. It's tiny. I mean, it's like the size of, I don't know. I mean, it's smaller than a shoebox. Um, it really does seem to me to be, like, the perfect Christmas gift, which I was a little surprised at first, but... I, the more I think about it, I think it's actually actually pretty smart. So, you know, if you're, I, I guess the the one thing I will say is, if your kid wants a a a game console for Christmas, like don't don't wait, like don't Jesus, don't wait, <laughs> jump on that now. I figure um, like uh, December nineteenth, I should be good. Man, I I tell you, I worked I worked retail during the N sixty four launch, which. Makes me very old. Very, very, very old. Um, Dylan wasn't even born yet. Dylan wasn't even born yet. Um, <laughs> no, Dylan, let's see. So that was 1999. How old were you? Three? No, it was not. It was seven. Not <laughs> it was 97, Cliff. No. Yes. Are you sure? Positive. No, it was after I got married, wasn't it? And 64 release date. Were you working at GameStop yeah, two North years America. after you got married, Cliff? 19, oh, 97, you're right. I'm just dumb. I can't do math. Yeah, no, absolutely. Colby is absolutely correct, and I'm just stupid. So 97. So Dylan was six? That's pretty Five. usual. Five, yeah. I was just Oof. starting kindergarten. Just starting kindergarten. Um, yeah, I worked retail uh, during during the launch of Nintendo 64. Man, the amount of, like... Angry, pissed off parents coming in in late November or December saying, like, hey, I need one for my kids. And I'm like, dude, I've seen four of them this month. Like, I wish I could help you, sir, but there's nothing I can do. Uh, don't don't be one of those parents. That's what I'm saying. Also, when you get your kid a system, when they're not home, unpack it, plug it in, let it run its updates, and then pack it back away again. Because you sure don't want to be doing that. On uh, Christmas morning, that will that will not be fun. Buy some batteries too for your. Oh, the the controller comes with batteries nowadays, doesn't it? Oh, I think so. I think so. Pretty sure. So just like get all your updates in. Maybe maybe if you're you know nice, like you know, get some Game Pass and install some games. Let those kids be gaming Christmas morning instead of you know just looking at their computer going like, or their Xbox going. Man, I sure wish this thing didn't have you know, thirty five gigs of updates. That'd be cool. Uh... Let's see. Game Pass for PC. Colby does not have that because he does not have a PC. Dylan is not at his microphone anymore, but I don't think he has it either. I, on the other hand, do have it, but don't play it very often. You could get uh, uh, the hunt, uh, the Hunter Call of the Wild. I got it free on Prime. I don't, I don't need it. Mm. But anyway, this is a, an interesting article uh, I read on PC Gamer, and it's about how that there are twenty quote unquote secret games you can play. Uh, on Xbox Game Pass that are not listed in the Game Pass app. And the way this works is you need to make sure that your Xbox account and your EA Access or Origin account are tied. And then you can go into uh, Origin or EA Play and there'll be a bunch of games that normally you would not get for free that you will now get for free. Uh, it's a, it's a like it's not a massive list, but it's um, Aragami, which I've never heard of, um, the Bard's Tale trilogy, Battlefield Bad Company Two, Beholder, Capsized, Crisis Remastered, which is very important that everyone should play, uh, Diluvion, Dungeons of Dreadmore, 
epistory. Why are some of these so hard to pronounce? Le Grand Legacy, Mini Metro, which is very cool. The Sexy Brutale, which is also very cool. Peggle Knights, which is fantastic. Peggle Knights sounds dirty. Like, I'm not the only person that thinks that, right? Um, but Peggle's great. Uh, Rebel Galaxy, which is super fun. Super Hot, which is very, very fun. This War of Mine, which is incredibly depressing. Uh, Torchlight 1 and 2, which are both very good. Trini, Trini 2. Um, Old School Ultima Underworld 1, Ultima Underworld 2, and Worms WMD, which is probably the best Worms game. So uh, we'll uh, I'll put the link to this in the show notes so you can actually like get the instructions exactly on how to do this. But there's some good stuff out there that you would not be able to get just via your Game Pass app. So... That is good news. Finally, Dylan, do you want to bury your booty? Yes. Excellent. So if you also would like to bury your booty in the new Sea of Thieves season five update, you can find a treasure, you can bury it somewhere, and then the game will auto generate a map for the next person to, uh, in a, in a, in like another person to go and dig up your treasure. When they dig up your treasure return, you both get money. So you can, you can mm. fulfill your prior dreams, Dylan, get some booty, and then take it to a deserted island somewhere, bury your booty, and then leave a map for, for another pirate. It's great, right? You can share the booty. You can share your you can share booty. your booty. You're also gonna be able to get a cannon on your rowboat. Ooh. They're monstrous. Like yeah. it's like forty percent of the size of your rowboat. But I, oh, I think yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, a couple other little updates, but but mostly burying booty and cannon rowboats. Can you? Do you think you could power? Like, let's talk in real life for a second. Do you think you could power a rowboat with a cannon? Like, do they give enough like oomph to to power a rowboat? I'm sure it would move it, right? Like, yeah. I mean, as much as momentum will take it. So what you're saying is, is we need to buy a rowboat and a cannon. Yes. Yes. All right. Good stuff. I, mean, I may have one of those things. I'm just going to stop you right there and let our listeners just just use their imagination as to what Dylan would have, a cannon or a rowboat. All uh, right. Dylan, don't answer that hey, question. Yo. Thank uh, you. Hey, yo, Vinny. It's time for your booty question. Do you think that Vinny has a rowboat or a cannon? <clears throat> Seems like a canon guy. It does seem like a canon guy. I agree. Uh, Vinny wants to know what game announcements do you hope to see from the Game Awards? Um, or you could alternatively choose uh, what game you hope wins Game of the Year. Why don't someone else answer and I'll go tell you what the Game of the Year um, nominations are for the Game Awards. But what game would you like to see? Anything in, like you're hoping to uh I just want to know when the next Grand Theft Auto is coming out. Man, me too. I hear it's like 2025, 2026, though, man. That's so far. It's so far. It's just it's going to be dumb. 10 years after the oh. last one. What about Starfall? That uh, Bethesda game? Yeah, is it Starfall? Been, yeah, what happened, to that? what happened to that? They actually just teased some stuff on it this week. They released something. Oh, you and think I, wish... I pay attention to any no, sort I of absolutely, stuff? I absolutely do not think you do, Cole. Um, But you know, it would be nice if you pretended. Oh. No. Um, yeah, Starfall is something I'm looking forward to. Elder Scrolls 6 is probably I'm glad I got after the that. name. Uh, I think it's, right. I'm not even sure it's Starfall. I think it is. Could be. You know, anyway, you know how I get my gaming news? From Every this podcast? Tuesday? <laughs> well, yeah, this podcast, but, like, I don't really pay attention, so. Um, like, every Tuesday, I just, like, pop into, like, the what's new on Xbox and go, huh, that looks fun. New stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Fair. Um, 
So here, here are the nominees for Game of the Year. Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. What do you give a, a Starfield. Starfield. What did you say? Starfall. Yeah, close enough. You got I got the star right. part right. And the yeah. F. Yeah, good enough. What, what, what's, your, what's your Game of the Year amongst those six options? What were they again? Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. Hmm. Having Ratchet played Clank, absolutely probably. none of those games, um, I'm going to go with Psychonauts 2 because I've heard that it's good. Yeah. I've Ratchet played and Psych- Clank's very good. Yeah, I've heard it's really good. I played Psychonauts 2, and I've played about half of It Takes Two. Um be a very hard choice between those two for me because I think Psychonauts 2 was an incredibly good game like an incredibly good game just like solid from the first minute to the end like very enjoyable um, but it, it Takes Two is an incredibly innovative game um, so it, it would be hard for me to pick between the two they're they're both great um, so you choose would, Resident Evil 8 so I will check I, I want the big lady with the vampire and the like bits um no uh probably i would probably pick psychonauts too so um but i don't know i'd like to try and beat it takes two soon so maybe maybe that'll change my mind um both very good um, as for what i want to see at the game awards um i got kind of bored watching it last year because everything seemed super samey um like back for blood is like the only game that really sticks out in my head um, as something I really was excited about. And so I really would hope to see maybe some games that don't make me just go like, oh, huh, another game that looks exactly like that one. Um, I'm hoping for some cool indie stuff. Like, they've had some really cool indie announcements before at the Game Awards, and I, I just, like, thought last year was really dull. I really didn't, just wasn't excited by it. So If you don't watch it, it's not dull. It's true. That is true. But I, I like generally I enjoy those kind of things. It was actually a very weird experience for me because I enjoy the game awards. I enjoy watching E3, and I just was not just not into. Who's it the last guy year, that hosts so. it? Uh, Jeff Keeley, who I'm not a go. huge fan of, <laughs> but I don't know. Jeff Jeff Keeley has done an amazing amount of good stuff for the game industry or the game. Probably not. If the you game could choose industry. one person to host it, who would it be? <sighs> Who would I pick to host the Game Awards? Do they have to be? I mean, that's tough. Like in the I industry care, or not Cliff. in the industry? Okay, whatever you want. Um, let me think on that. Let me let me let me think about that. You know the answer is Tommy Wiseau. Oh, I'd, I'd see. You know, who I, I don't I, think he I knows the, anything about video games, but I'd watch that's it. Fine. If Tommy Wiseau hosted Host, the Game yeah. Awards, I'll watch it. Do you you want me to tell you the person that I think actually who could conceivably be tapped to do that that I would like to do it the least? Neil Breen. Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah. That's, like, that's absolutely a possibility. Like, I could yeah. see him hosting that, and I would... I, I can't imagine anything worse. Would you watch a Neil Breen hosted? Absolutely would watch Neil Breen. Does never, doesn't even know how a computer works, and <laughs> oh. would be great. Absolutely perfect. Um... Man, that's I, I think the thing is like I think I would actually maybe Phil Spencer and uh Reggie Phil's and me could uh co host. Like I kinda like both of them. I think they're both Reggie kind of, Phil Spencer. Reggie Phil Spencer. Or what's uh Todd Howard, I think is a really good like industry guy who I think is pretty good uh in front of a camera. I, I don't think that 
I don't think that Jeff Keeley's bad. Um, I just think he's kind of he's kind of weird. Kind of I don't know. He's he's not my favorite, but he's fine. Uh, Major Nelson would probably be pretty good, although Major Nelson's a little over the top sometimes too. So I don't know. We'll see. Dylan, anything you want to see from the Game Awards? I want to know when the next GTA is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Princess Megan. I would says, like to. I mean, I would like uh, to see another follow up to Elder Scrolls someday. Elder Scrolls Six, baby, it's coming after yeah. Starfield. Starfield. <laughs> Starfield. Um, <laughs> like those games that haven't seen a this generation yeah. iteration. Like my kids playing Skyrim right now, man. And Condemned three. That's yeah, a definite yes, please. My kid's playing Skyrim, and every time I walk into his office and he's playing Skyrim, I'm like, man, maybe I should play Skyrim again. <laughs> Fear four. Oh man, I could play Fear four. I would. So I've, I would I've love to play Fear four. Fear remastered. I'd play a remaster of Fear. I've great. got. Uh, I've got the Xbox One version of uh, Skyrim, and I'm tempted to pay the like 18 bucks to get the like I Xbox know, right? Series X one. Right. It's tough. Um, Princess Megan says, "What did you enjoy most about your Thanksgiving? Um, Was it when Mom left? <laughs> oh, she listens uh, to this podcast. I can say no, stuff like that. No. I I don't know. I got to play a lot of Kingdom Two Crowns." And then Gita. Indian food that wasn't very good. Oh, bummer. Eh. How come? Um, they got rid of the thing that I normally get. Uh. Um, but they were they're still like, oh yeah, we can make it. Um, oh. and they made it and it was way more tomatoey than uh. I would have liked it to That's be. That's too bad. That's too bad. And so it was mm. Yeah. How about you, Dylan? What did you do for Thanksgiving? Did you have a good time? Yep. Hey, it was nice. I was in bed I thought that was like just gonna be six. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, go ate ahead. dinner at two. On the couch, a couple hours later, watching TV. Nice till the next day. Very nice. Very it was nice. Awesome. Yeah, sometimes those days are great. I uh, normally I'm like Colby. I have Indian food, but I have not found uh, an Indian place here yet. Um, I haven't tried any either, so it's really more on me than anybody else. But uh, there's not one like immediately around my house that doesn't look kind of sketch. So I uh, I haven't found one yet. I know, right? I would just eat those ones. I know. Um, So I I need to I need to just like try it. But the 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 other problem I've had found here is that um, like Indian cuisine varies a lot by region. Um, and there are regions of it's English Indian. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Well, I mean, yeah, probably actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the, the kind of food you get at a, at an Indian place very, that very much depends on what region of India they're pulling from. Um, and I like a very particular part of India and none of the places I've looked around here appear to be that part of India. And I, I don't know what they are, but I just want a I just want a good tiki masala, and most of them don't have one. Like I want white person Indian food, but I want it spicy. So you know, you know, that, um, like making Indian food isn't real hard. You can I know I I should do that. I should. I've done it in the past, and it turns out pretty good. But mostly, I just want taste of India in Seattle. That's really what I want. But uh, so that wasn't 
uh, an option. And so we went to a place called um, Cape May for breakfast. It's at the Beach Club Resort at Walt Disney World. And I had a really, really good – it's not a breakfast buffet because they're not doing buffets right now at Disney World. And so everything is um, – Everything's like family style, so you just like order, and they just bring you out a ton of food to your table, just and just keep bringing it until you vomit. Um, That's the better kind of buffet. It was amazing. They brought these things. I wish I could remember what they're called, but they were like these rolls that had like caramel in them, and then you poured like this delicious like icing stuff over the top. It was incredible. So, but lots of Mickey shaped waffles and, and other good stuff. So it was, it was a lot of fun. And then we wandered around some of the resorts in Disney world and, and looked at things cause we couldn't get into the park, but we could go to the resort. So we had a good time. It was, it was actually a really, really good Thanksgiving. Um, super chill. Um, and kind of like done by like early afternoon. And then we just did like, I think I finished my closets. So I have closets again, which is nice. Um, Monotone Screaming says, do you enjoy playing difficult games like Getting Over It? I love that Getting Over It is the uh, <laughs> the the difficult game he chose. And if so, what's it like being a psychopath? I do not enjoy difficult games, but I like, I think Getting Over It is a very interesting, it's an interesting looking game. I don't think I would ever beat it, but I would, I, I've enjoyed playing it a little bit. It's kind of fun. It's kind of like, it's like kind of like Quop, you know, like it's, it's difficult because the game's weird. So, yeah. you know. Like, what was that one, uh, that frog game? Mm-hmm. I don't remember like what it was that. called, but yeah, there's, like, this where game like, where... It's very strange to control, but that's the point. Kind of yeah. like Gang Beasts. Kind of like Gang it's Beasts. Like, yeah. 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 Um, I, I I do, I, I will say I do, like, purposely obtuse games. Like, I think that's fun. Yeah. But I don't... It's different than hard. Yeah. Like... Yeah. I think um, games with weird control schemes, games that like getting over yeah. it's weird. Like, are, do you guys know which game that is? It's the one where you're in the yeah. giant pot and you have a pickaxe and you have to climb up a mountain. Yeah, um, I, I conceptually enjoy. It, I haven't either, um, but I conceptually enjoy games like that. Like, I like the idea of it, um, but I also would. I know when to quit. Like, like I like. I mean, not exactly related, but I'm playing. Um, Death Door that Colby gave to me. The game is really hard and very frustrating for me. And so, but it's really enjoyable too. Like it's fun, it's cute. I like the story, like the combat. I just don't like dying all the time. So I just play it for 45 minutes mm-hmm. and get a little further into the game and then just go play something else for a little while. And then I'll come back and play another 45 minutes and then I come, you know, go away for a while. And that's that's the way I play that kind of game. I'm not going to play it. Like playing it for four or five hours straight would just drive me crazy. So... I don't know. Have you uh, have you tried getting good at all? Colby, I'm 44 years old. I've been trying to get good for 39. He's years. He's got what he's got. It's this is <laughs> so as as Jack Nicholson asks Colby, what if this is as good as it gets? And I, I'm pretty sure it's actually downhill from here. To be honest, so what do you do? What do you do? It's not. It's not going to get any better. It's not going to get any better. So it can only get worse. What type of game is getting over it? So you are a guy in a giant cauldron and you have a pickaxe and you have to use that pickaxe to pull yourself up like uh, over a mountain. Um, and so it's one of those games where so and I think the mountain is probably procedurally generated. Um, so it's one of those games where frustration is part of the gameplay mechanic because you're going to miss and you're going to fall all the way back down. Uh. Um, like, I'll be honest, like that was actually like probably my only real complaint about um, 
Golf Story Wasteland is like occasionally I get to the very, very top mm-hmm. of something like chip and then like ball falls all the way back down. Like, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I, I, you know, I don't think it makes me a psychopath, but maybe a little bit of one. Yeah. Uh, Prime Fan wants to know what Star Wars game would make a great remake? What, what remake, what Star Wars game would you like to see remade? Episode one Pod Racer. <sighs> Have you, you bought the new one, right? You bought. The I've new, not. Oh, I thought you did. I've. I haven't because it's just because I like. I'm gonna buy it when I'm gonna play it. Sure. Kind of thing. Like I know I'll buy it and then not play it for a while. Yeah, yeah. But fair, fair. I've seen it on sale and almost bought it. Like, but it's only it's not that expensive either. But yeah. Um, but that's definitely that's probably other than like the first Battlefront, my favorite Star Wars game. Yeah, yeah. I can get I can get behind um, that. I. I would like to live in a world where Star Wars Galaxies could become a thing again. Sort of thing, yeah. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. I think the thing is, is what I want is like vanilla. Like, I, you know how World of Warcraft launched, like, you know, vanilla. Wow. Like, I want vanilla Star Wars Galaxies, but like, you know, maybe modernized a little bit. Um, oh. new graphics, you know, that kind of thing. But I don't, like, obviously Star Wars Galaxies couldn't exist in this world. Um, so I don't know if it could live in a better world. You know what I mean? Like, it, it seems like a, a dumb thing to say. But I also wouldn't pay 15 bucks a month to play Star Wars Galaxies, yeah. you know, is, is the, the the real thing about it. So, I don't know. I mean, do you think Star Wars Galaxies could have self-supported via, like, cosmetics if that had been a thing when Probably. we played it? Probably. I mean, like, I would, I would think that you might be able to do that. Yeah, I just I, I loved that game. There are very games that I, I am just like just sentimental for. Um like that I, I just remember so fondly and, and so enjoyed my time. Um there I, I don't know if I've ever played a game again that I thought like the community was just awesome. You know? Like yeah. that I, I worked with people in like this weird I mean I think the thing is is Star Wars Galaxies and the people that I played Star Wars Galaxies with are th- is one of the things that like makes me think that maybe there's a world where people could like it, it gives me like a little bit of hope for like what the world could be. You know, like we were all just invested in this one thing. We were a little community that, you know, did our thing and pooled our resources and made a great thing out of it. Um and it was so it was just perfect and, and wonderful and beautiful. And also had like I was a bounty hunter, you know, <laughs> like you know. Uh and I just I want that game to be able to exist again. So I don't know. It prob- probably won't happen. I think MMOs might be dying. I'll be honest. So I don't. I, I don't. Could that game be co-op? Like, could you could you do that without being an MMO? I, I don't think so. I don't think so. So I don't know. In in my dreams, that's the game that that'll happen. I don't know. What do you think, Cole? Force Unleashed. Mm. Excellent game. Absolutely agreed. I, I think the thing is, is almost all old Star Wars games are better than new Star Wars games. So there's a, a lot of them. Uh, finally, Mansox wants to know, what is your favorite waffle topping? And I will tell you what prompted this. He just got back from a cruise and had churro waffles, churro Mickey Mouse waffles on the cruise, which sound very, 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 very good. Uh, chicken? Have it, it, like, are chicken and waffles good? Like, I've never... Yeah, I, lo- I love chicken and waffles. I've never had that, and it sounds awesome. Um, it really is awesome, um, except great. one of the recent chicken and waffles I had 
um and mind you this was for breakfast it was a half chicken and waffles like a wow. roasted chicken no it was fried but um sorry the cat was trying to eat eat flowers Fair. um um, no one needs half of a chicken with their waffles for breakfast. No. It was so much chicken. And it also, it wasn't the best oh. um, I've had either. Because I've, I've noticed a couple places I've gone, the fried chicken just hasn't been on par. Yeah. Um, some places you get like uh, tenders and some places will be bone in. Yeah. Um, I honestly prefer bone-in fried chicken, but as far as chicken and waffles go, a lot of times tenders are just easier to eat it because yeah, you can like you can cut it and eat it together a lot easier than worrying about the bone. So I generally like that. Um, but otherwise, I'm kind of just a maple syrup guy yeah. um, on my waffles. I don't mind like the strawberries and whipped cream or something like that as well, but um, kind of kind of a classic. Yeah, nothing nothing wrong with that, man. Um, I also kind of, I, I mean, I do just enjoy like butter and, and syrup, butter um, and syrup. Tess. Although I like, this is one of those things that, that you really, powdered sugar maybe. Yeah. Powdered sugar would be good. Um, I don't like like real maple syrup, unfortunately. That's so weird. Yeah. Too. Like I just, I, I didn't have broken. it. Yeah, I, I just never really had it until I was older, and I just don't really care for the flavor. Yeah. I, I would, can see that you develop a taste for crappy syrup, yeah, which is fine. I really just like like a Mrs. Butterworth's, you know, yeah. like something. See, I always grew up with, yeah, that, but then my one, it's the funniest thing is uh, one of my best friend's house, who we'd always stay the night here, um, there, we would have Eggo Waffles. With and real, real maple syrup <laughs> that was warmed up and poured over it. So it was like the funniest thing, but it's like, in reality, that's all you need because yeah. honestly, the hot maple syrup is the that's the that's what you're doing it for. Um, it's just a the ego just becomes a vessel to allow you to have this really delicious maple yeah. syrup. Um, and now that I have a job in things like that and i'm not a child i only eat good maple syrup now and i don't like it enough to um i don't like it enough to pay for the price like so it's so much better to me it tastes like it's just got a weird flavor to it that i don't you're wrong yeah no like i said it's it's absolutely an unpopular opinion i uh I just don't. I just don't like it. So that's so fun. That's that is bizarre yeah. to me. Yeah, it's all right. Um, like I mean, well, that's. Not, I guess I wouldn't say I don't like it. Um, like if someone gives me a pancake with real maple syrup, I will eat it. Um, I just would never buy it for myself, um, especially when it's like two or three times as much as mm-hmm. crappy fake maple syrup. That's mostly just like. I don't know, corn syrup and corn maple syrup flavoring. And maple flavoring. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's so, all I need. Yeah. Corn syrup and maple flavoring. It's fine. Fake butter flavoring. <laughs> so as an aside, one time my grandpa went on this weird rant about Mrs. Butterworth's where he's like, man, when I was a kid, everything of maple of Mrs. Butterworth had like a full stick of butter in it. And then they just like started cutting it, started cutting it back. And you know, now I don't, I don't even know if there's any real butter in there at all. And I'm like, grandpa, I, 
can't imagine there was ever actually like a stick of butter melted in Mrs. Butterworth. It's always been butter, whatever. Crazy old man. Um, probably one of the best waffles I've ever had was at Sleepy Hollow in Walt Disney World. It is, uh, it's got hazelnut, like a, like a, shoot, what's that stuff called? Nutella. And then strawberries, bananas, blueberries, and whipped cream. And it's delicious. <laughs> I haven't had one since I moved back, but I had one like two years ago, and it was incredible. Mm. So how about you, Cole? What's what's your waffle of choice? Butter and maple syrup. What about Stroop waffles? Do you guys like Stroop waffles? Oh, oh yes. yes. So good. All right. Man, now I want a waffle. I already ate dinner. I tried to make a thick pancake in the oven this weekend. Oh, like one of those awesome, like wiggly ones. Um, I don't know because I didn't succeed. Oh. I think. Um, so I'm going off on a slight tangent here. Please. Um, I got this really cool Scandinavian cookbook. Oh, nice! But it's kind of like it's not really like these are super cool gourmet recipes it's more like um this guy who had a restaurant in i can't remember where i think in norway um he went all over the region and put together this book of real recipes that people eat so it's more of like a documentary uh than it is like a cookbook That's super um, it's cool. really neat because it has all kinds of crazy stuff like how do the people on the Faroese islands eat whale like yeah. you're never gonna cook whale but like these people had like that's part of how they survive yeah um so it's all kinds of stuff but the recipes are not very thoroughly detailed yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um so it's like you make this in a and yeah, I should have paid a little bit more close attention because I think it describes a much larger roasting pan than I had. So I think the pancake was probably two or more times thicker. So I just couldn't get it to cook yeah. through. Um, so I think I either have to half it or even yeah. a quarter of the recipe and try it again. Sure. Um, but other stuff I've made, like thin pancakes, which are pretty much crepes. Everything else has been awesome that I've kind of found in there. But That's awesome. I tried to do the thick pancake and it was just too thick. Are you going to make but, your own Ludfisk? I don't know about that. They one of the wa- they have this like a it's a salt pork pancake or hmm. waffle that's kind of similar, but it has some sort of salt pork in it. I didn't really read it that thoroughly yet. Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of interesting stuff where just like meat is a part of the. I don't interesting. It's, it's a lot of really interesting stuff. That sounds um, great. Interesting. Yeah. Huh, it's yeah, fun. that's really cool. I like that that kind of like historical stuff. So mm-hmm. that is fun. Was, uh, uh, was it Aunt Jemima or Mrs. Butterworth that he thought had butter in it? I believe Mrs. Butterworth. Because he would have been like 40 when Mrs. Butterworth was like I'm, released. I'm not saying that Grandpa wasn't a crazy person, Cole. I mean, like, in fact, I would say I actually say the opposite quite often. So, you know, whatever. Uh... Let's talk about some cheap free games. Uh, Epic Games is giving us Dead by Daylight, uh, asymmetric horror game, which is... I've seen that game played, and I, I can't say I understand it. It looks like garbage, um, but people seem to really enjoy it. So, like, I no no shade for me. If that's your your jam, go buy Get some free Dead by Daylight. Um, the other game they, they've got uh, coming out is called Wow True Colon Learn, parentheses, and it's a puzzle simulation game... Um, 
that teaches you about machine learning, neural networks, big data, and AI. Um, it's like a super nerd, like it, it's very much a game that like teaches you how to program, which sounds really interesting. So, you know, maybe not everyone's jam, but it might be good if you've got like kids too that are interested in that kind of stuff. So I, I think I'm going to try that out. It sounds interesting. Um, we've got a handful of humble bundles this week. Uh, we've got the best sandbox bundle and the, man, I don't know how to say this company's name. Acapura five-year bundle. The Sandbox bundle, um, maximum price is 15 bucks. You get Universe Sand- Sandbox, Space Haven, Main Assembly, Besiege, uh, and Party People Playground, which I've never heard of. But you also get Tabs, which is Totally Accurate Battle Simulator, which is a wackadoo game that is a lot of fun. I think it's on Game Pass if you have an Xbox. Um, and Kerbal Space Program, which are both really fun. So you can uh, grab some uh, some cheap games for, for the... For the average price, which is 13 you can still get tabs and, and Kerbal Space Program. So that's kind of fun. Uh, and then the Acapura, Acapura, Aca, Acapu, I don't know. It's a turtle with a tree growing on its back. So whatever. Mm. Uh, it contains, it's a 14 item bundle, but a lot of the items are the same. Um, you got Gone Viral, um, the Dark Side Detective, which I've not played, but I've heard it's good, and the uh, the soundtrack's really good to that. Uh, the soundtrack's by Ben Prunty. I listen to it all the time. A game called Spinch, which I actually purchased because I really wanted to play it and have not done so yet. Um, it looks just wackadoo. Um, it is also what I call spinach. So for some reason, those things all came together. Uh, Muta- Mutazion, which I have not played, but I actually watched someone stream. looked pretty fun. Uh, the Metronomicon, there's like 17 different games and DLC for the Metromonic, non, Met, Metronomicon. Um, Crow's Eyes, Whispering Willows, Keep in Mind, and Chicken Assassin Reloaded, which sounds great. Um, and it's 100% positive on Steam, so must be all right. Uh, you can get all those for 10 bucks. So pretty, pretty good humble bundle there. Uh, finally, we've got Game Pass. Actually, would one of you guys mind looking up if the PlayStation... Uh, Plus games got announced that we've been kind of... I think we we talked about the leak like two weeks ago, but I, I don't think as of yesterday they still hadn't been announced. Um, but game Pass it looks ha- like just leaks. Ah, lame. And rumors. It's so late in the month, it must... And I'm not talking about the vegetable. I guess uh, it doesn't actually... They don't actually come out until next Tuesday, the 7th, so... I don't know. It's a weird month, but that's fine. Uh, Game Pass is getting Lawn Mowing Simulator, which I'm sure will make Joe Coleslaw very happy. December 2nd. I am absolutely going to try that game. Um, You know, one thing that we... I don't... Did we talk about how you can stream games directly from Game Pass now? Yeah. It's... I did it over the weekend on a couple of games, and it's awesome. Like, it's an absolutely fantastic way to play games that you don't want to, like, blow a bunch of gigs downloading, or you don't want to wait for them to download. I played Deer Simulator that way. Um, I played... I needed like a bunch of coins in the Disneyland game to uh, to get an Xbox reward, and I, I didn't download it. I just played it via. It, it's cool too. Like if you if you've played it before, it will sync your cloud saves out to the cloud server. So like it actually synced my Disneyland game save to the the remote. But it's it's flawless. Like they look terrific. So if you I, it really you just have to go into Game Pass. They'll have a little cloud icon next to them, and anything with a cloud icon you can uh, just stream. So hopefully Lawn Mowing Simulator has, because I don't, I don't need to install that. I'm going to play it absolutely just once. But I'd like to give that a shot. It comes out December 2nd. Uh, Warhammer 40K Battle Sector comes out December 2nd as well. Halo Infinite coming to console and PC December 
uh, December 8th. Among Us is coming to console December 14th. Uh, just announced Alien Fireteam Elite, which I heard is not Woo. very good. <laughs> um, Still want to play it. Uh, yeah, same. Um, our friend Tim just beat it and said it was exceedingly average, and that has been kind of... Uh, what I've heard about that, but uh, you know, maybe this will give that little boost at least get some people back online with it. It's coming to Xbox and PC December 14th. The Gunk is coming to Xbox and PC December 16th, and Total War Warhammer 3 is coming to PC February 17th, 2022. Um, I think that's it. Do you guys have any anything else? I like Total War Warhammer. What's uh, it's an RTS, yeah, they're kind of like the yeah, and like big big battle like nice um to me it's kind of the closest thing to actually like playing warhammer sure in like real time because it's like you actually have rank and file i know the to- the other like the original total war games are like very historical like whichever geographical area fighting medieval type ancient wars and stuff yeah the warhammer ones are really cool though because you kind of have like magical magic and creatures and dragons and stuff so um i've heard a lot of people that like total war were like oh the warhammer ones are better because in reality most ancient or medieval civilizations are kind of samey yeah it's like what version of a sword or spear and armor do these humans have um i really enjoy them though i'm not i don't know if i don't think i'm very good at them but that's fine. fine That's fine. I uh, I absolutely like blanked for a second when you're like, and the other games in that series are you know like super historical. I'm like, what the other Warhammer games? And then I forgot no, we were like, talking about Total War Warhammer, Total War, right? <laughs> um, those those very very scientifically and historically accurate orc games, <laughs> right? Um, and the other I, the cool thing about this, I, I'm sure the same holds true for the third one. If you have the first one. And you have the second one. When you boot up the second game, you have all the factions and armies from the first game. Oh, that's cool. And so on. So I think you can basically access all the content from the newest game, um, which is kind of neat, I guess. Because that's awesome. Each each iteration, they've added, I think, completely new um, armies. Um, I don't think they just reiterate the same ones. Sure. So the first game had orcs or whatever and the second one brought in like lizard men that's awesome stuff and then uh, the third one has like the ogre army which was my my favorite when i played warhammer yeah yeah, Uh, yeah. so like it's kind of cool for me to see so that's very cool give that a try very cool well good news that's coming out in february (laughs) which is not as far away as saying february seems so very cool uh, we are Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us at bitemepodcast.com. Shout out to Rich for maintaining that website for me because otherwise it would not get done. You can follow us on social media at facebook.com slash twitter slash facebook and slash instagram.com. You can join our discord at bitemepodcast.com slash discord. You can support our extra life team at bitemepodcast.com slash extra life. And you can support us monetarily at patreon.com slash bitemepodcast. Dylan. Bite me. Bite me. Bite me. Bite me. Bite me.